0: see things a little differently on this Wednesday, March 3rd, your second show of the month. Uh the, You know, the struggle, and I've spoken about this before, the struggle with these Wednesday shows, like when I decided to break it down into two shows a week, at the time, I don't think I truly understood, like, I don't think we all did. No, well, we all knew we were in a pandemic, right? when i first started to redo the show we think the show i wanted to mix the comics with the uh wrestling because i know the, the first to go around that was the things that got people excited that's, that's the things that got, got people interacting talking so when i decided to break it down it just because because it didn't feel right the transitions were just off and if you listen to like the earlier shows the ones that didn't have the split or the ones even the ones that did have the split it, it was off, you know, essentially, you know. Um, and so, I decided to split it up into two different shows, Monday and Wednesday. And so, it's been a struggle like the last month or two, because as, as I've spoken about before, it's just like, I don't want to do the one division thing or blah, 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 blah. I want to do it as a series. Because everyone does breakdowns everywhere, right? Like, we'll make sure, it's, it's kind of like, When you approach a a potential partner, what do you say differently to get their attention? You you know what I'm saying? So what can I do differently besides breaking down the same Easter eggs that everyone else has probably broken down? You may miss a few here or there, or you may catch some that other people don't catch. Or you may not be seeing anything at all. Like, the thing that people have to remember is some of these directors now on purpose. Like John Watts, the the director of the Spider-Man trilogy, um, the new one that's coming out. Well, the trilogy will officially be concluded this Christmas as um, they just announced the name. I believe it was called You Can't Go Home. Um, so John Watts, James Gunn, these people put Easter eggs in things, in their movies on purpose. And sometimes they even put stuff in, Easter, stuff in their movies that you might think is Easter egg. It's actually not, you know. And so it's one of those things where it's just like, whatever, you know. So I started thinking, like, what, what am I going to do? And when I changed the programming schedule, for those of you who haven't heard the Monday show, actually, as I'm recording this, it is Monday, before the Wednesday show drops. Um, but I actually changed the programming notes on Sunday as I record that show, or Saturday as I record that show. And I was like, all right, so in two weeks, it'll just be just, it'll be a snack, Zach Snyder, I said snack, listen to me, Zach Snyder week. You know, leading into the review the following week of the Snyder Cut. So I changed that around because this show today was actually supposed to be my review of the Justice League and then WandaVision was going to be slammed in between it. But, anyways, I said, so what? It leaves me like with no show right now. I was like, well, freak, you know, what, what am I going to do? You know, because we're going to have content for the rest of the year. It's, it won't be a problem because. We have the WandaVision review next week because this upcoming week is the season finale or series finale. Then after that, we have Justice League. Then Zack Snyder week. Then we have Justice League uh, Wednesday. Then I'm going to do, because it's only six episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier. And we do know the date now. The release date for Loki is June 11th. So uh, we're going to have the six episodes. I'm going to break them down. I'm actually do those show by show because I'm not I'm that is a, that is a show I've been waiting to see since it was announced. I am super excited for it. I will do the network thing and watch it, just because it's the show that I want to see. Like, I knew all the shows were gonna be amazing, but uh, just the whole idea of a lethal weapon. I've seen this on a show before as well. The whole idea of a lethal weapon type of uh, buddy cop show with these two characters as and then when I saw the first trailer, or the second trailer, I guess. It was, what's the first trailer? Yeah, it was the first trailer, I guess. And you kind of see how they took ex- in, uh, inspiration from the ta Coates era. And we're going to get to ta- ta- Ta-Nehisi Coates in a second. Uh, uh, I, it got me even more excited. Because I want to see if they're going to touch a, a hot topic issue that they should be touching. It's hard to ignore when you have... A character like Sam Wilson taking over the mantle or potentially taking over the mantle. Air quotes from doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes of uh, Captain America. But um, the reason why I bring this up is because I... I me and Jonathan Nester has, done, I think we've done two episodes where um, we talk about speculation and rumors. And not, and some parts of that are stuff that's already that have been announced. But um, I try to stay away from that. Because once again, that's something that everyone else does. It's like approaching a a potential significant other. What are you doing so different that other people aren't doing? And um, I just said to myself, you know what? I don't want to do another show like that. If I do it, it needs to be with someone else on whatever. And so when I heard this and then it was announced, I said, this is very interesting. So Ta-Nehisi Coates has been tapped by Warner Brothers and... Bad Robots Productions, which is J.J. Abrams production company, um, to write the upcoming new Superman film, which they want to reboot. And I remember there was rumors in 2019 of Michael B. Jordan potentially taking over as Superman. And my first thought was... And I don't know what they're planning. To me, it feels like. And obviously we don't know what they're going with yet. We, they're not as... They're a little more transparent than Marvel. Because um, it's, it's, they just... just more brothers have been so bad at keeping things in the bag but um we obviously know flashpoint is going to connect everything first of all they've already technically connected everything with through crisis on infinite earth um on the tvcw once you made Ezra, once ezra miller made that surprise cameo which was a huge cameo to for him to make it for him to i would say humble himself i, I, I don't think it's some, some people i remember when R D J Robert Downey Jr. would say, "Hey, would you ever show up on Agents of Shield?" He said, "That's a lot of red tape. I would never do that." And that, and obviously, they couldn't afford him and all this other stuff. But I mean, for a TV show, but I mean, like he would not never do that. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sam Samuel Jackson did, um, in season one at the very end. But like to get a to really get a big name, and I've never seen Ezra Miller in anything else besides Justice League. Um, but I know he's a big star, apparently he's in fantastic beats or whatever wherever that is. Um But for him to do that, and also for Grant Gustin to say, Man, this is just a great opportunity for my TV show, for me to be connected with this world, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. Like for me to be essentially legitimized as a real flash. You know what I'm saying? Like for him to have that mentality of this is freaking awesome. And Grant Gustin is a good is a good flash. He's a great flash. Um He's able to mix the comedy with the drama stuff, and to me, he he is a, the epitome of Barry Allen. If you actually have ever ever read the comic books, I I enjoy their 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 TV show, even if it does feel like it's villain of the week sometimes. That's a, that's just the Arrowverse mantra, though I guess at this point. But um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting and fascinating because um. To see Tanahasi Coates writing it, I know the first thing people are going to think is, well, you must tap a black Superman, which obviously Michael B. Jordan has already signed his some type of deal, I'm sure a potential working deal. That's huge, but like, where would they go with it? Because Tanahasi Coates is a very thought provoking writer. I have a ton of respect for him and the stuff he's written, and he's he's gone there, whether it's been with the Black Panther uh, storyline he, he wrote or. Even in that Sam Wilson run, like he's always touched on topics that are, I don't know if he's, he's done it. Dwayne McDuffie, essentially, for those you don't know who that is, that is uh, the, the one of the biggest names in comics. He's no longer with us, um, but he he helped start uh, co founded Milestone Comics, which was pretty much the air quotes black comic book company. But like he he was essential to like like Stag Shock and he was essential to just, a lot of your DC animated TV shows was a lot of stories written by him you know and and, and co-written by him and also and, all this, other so, uh, and this other, all this other stuff excuse me um he's the reason that John Stewart Black Lan, Black Lan- Green Lantern were Black Lantern. I, didn't I said that Green Lantern was in the the, the JLA animated series and not Hal Jordan. They wanted Hal Jordan. He said, No, nah, we need to do this. You know, he was that respected. He's still very respected. Um, he's just one of the most influential people, underrated people, in my opinion, uh, ever. You know, um, not just because he wrote for black characters, but because he just could write for anybody. You know, like live, when you look at Live JLA, those two seasons, whether it's a JLA Unlimited or just Justice League, he, they, the people who are on the show, who co-wrote the show with them, credit him with the idea, a lot of those ideas. They say, hey, he was probably sixty percent of the show. That and that's huge, you know. what I'm saying for them to say that, but um, Ty Haasikosa, obviously, because Dwayne McDuffie kicked that door down, or was one of the people that helped to kick that door down he's a product of that and i don't think he would deny it i also loved his books even before he got into comics uh but he's a very thought-provoking writer and my first thought was well they've been rumored for years to want to get rid of henry cavell and that's why i just want to talk about a little bit today you know not for too long it's probably like a 20-minute show but <clears throat> whatever um but first of all let's before we go let's go to tie a and and then we'll get the whole henry cavell thing I think he'll write a hell of a movie if he stays on board. I hope he does. Depends on who the director is. Obviously, that director. But see, uh, there's a reason Tanahassi Coates was hired, so hopefully he he and the director, whoever they choose, will be on the same page. Um, I do think it helps with him having The Rock as Black Adam because The Rock has been all over this Black Adam thing for the longest time and i believe he's a producer on it as well and rock has a lot of power in hollywood right now dwayne johnson does and his word is going to be listened to his word is going to be uh bomb i think he's having him there not even even if it's not in this him even if he's not in the superman movie his influence will help um we'll get to another aspect of that later but so i do think the warner brothers and jj abrams will back Ta-Nehisi Coates. This is a big move for them. I don't think they can afford to be uh, s- signing him to write it, and then all of a sudden they just have creative differences. I mean, you, you know what kind of writer you're getting, essentially. So it's on you to make it work, essentially. That's my opinion. But anyways, um, th- this whole thing is intriguing to me because he's going to obviously touch on some topics that are going to be very interesting. And, 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 and as far as about having i'm assuming it'll be a black superman having not just a black superman as a symbol for your country as your world but a black alien superman who you can touch you can do so many different things and i do believe that there's precedent for it i haven't read the story in a very very long time but i thought i could have sworn it's superman uh, from world 53 that is the black superman i can't remember his name I, i read the story once or twice um Personally, it didn't do it for me. Kind of felt whitewashed. Um, But I think it's a good choice. Um, It's obvious. I mean, there's no other person to choose in Hollywood right now besides Michael B. Jordan. He clearly has, he's gaining power. Um, I believe he's even going to direct Creed 3. So, right now, if he stays on the right course, he's going to have as much power as he needs to do whatever he wants to do. You know, um, but let's hit the Henry Cavill part of this really fast. They've been trying to get rid of Henry Cavill for a while. And I know he's managed by Dwayne Johnson's ex-wife, uh, Miss Garcia. Um, and I know that they really wanted, uh, the rumor was, they really wanted there to be like a, a, a movie where Black Adam, which is The Rock would eventually face Superman, which would be an awesome fucking fight scene. Shazam versus Black Adam will be will be an awesome fight scene. And I don't know. Where we're, get, we're obviously not getting that in Shazam 2. We're not getting that in the first Black Adam. The first Black Adam will, will really encompass Black Adam and the Justice Society of America. Or Justice... Yeah, I, I believe it's... It. Yeah, Justice Society. Um, So it's gonna be... So uh, we're then looking at shazam 3 if that's gonna happen a fight between because they they're so heavily connected they have to fight you know um and that's gonna if these movies are hits and however it's gonna work i don't know black adam's been in production hell for so long that rock's finally just starting to transport which means it's gonna happen which i'm assuming we're gonna not gonna see it till 2023 um they obviously have the right cast they, they have the perfect casting of shazam um i just don't know where you go because um, the first, as I said, I think I said this before in a show, like the DCEU movies, even even the ones that are somewhat entertaining, the the rewatchability is not there. It's like a two out of ten f that. I saw Shazam in the theaters. I think I saw Aquaman in theaters, and I, like I have not been able to watch it again. Like, I just don't have any interest in watching it, rewatching it again. It's not because it's not connected or anything? It's just it's just something about it. It's just i just don't have the like the same way i could watch the winter soldier over and over or civil war or uh and to me it has an in game kind of feel like to me i could watch that in-game fight scene over and over that hour-long fight scene i'll be I, I could watch that i could do that but the entire movie it you have to be in a certain mood for it and to me i feel the same way about those movies you know even though it's because they're entertaining like they're not bad even wonder woman the first one i've seen it one time and i just have no interest in watching it even though like there are some bad we have to stop taking digs and what i might actually do one time is do like a top 10 of the best scenes in the dceu like that no man's land scene that uh patty jenkins did with gal Gadot. like gal, gal Gadot, um is badass uh that scene what other scene the first flight scene from superman and man of steel is awesome there's some cool scenes you know what i'm saying um but anyways just it's just interesting but anyways back to henry cavell they've been it, it's been friction there for a long time i know he's supposed to make a cameo and shazam and he didn't do it and um but supposedly it's because he was working on mission impossible it was, that mission impossible movie they really were asking a lot of tom cruise to keep grabbing their guy for reshoots in the middle of his film and we know how much power tom cruise has in hollywood but more, more importantly mission impossible is his baby to like let's just be honest like if if especially since everything is so connected with mission, mission impossible i don't know if they were planning on doing this many or if like the more successful they got the more they said let's just do do, do what freaking fast and furious did um even though i think mission impossible came out first i don't know if it was ever planned for it to be eight they're gonna do essentially be in eight films soon um but you were asking a lot from him, you know, especially, especially since he need to keep the mustache and all this other stuff. And, anyways, um, so I hope he's not out. Like to me, I don't think he'll be fully out either. Because my point about the Flashpoint movie, everything's already connected, right? And I believe the Flashpoint movie is gonna really connect everything, including the Justice League timeline with Zack Snyder. And I do believe that can be a hook. For HBO Max. Because Zack Snyder is going to... This Snyder cut is going to be successful. Even if fans don't necessarily like the movie. They will force it to be successful. Because Zack Snyder wasn't the only one vilified during this entire thing. The fans that supported it were vilified. I like, I said this before. I even wrote an article about this on SelectMagazine.com. How you call fans toxic for wanting something that was promised to them? One. Two... When they're sitting here saying, hey, let's put up banners and let's um, a, a, a raise money for awareness for suicide prevention. And when is suicide prevention ever toxic? Like, I get people need to write articles and stuff. But boy, it, it reminds me of this one article that happened maybe a few weeks ago or a few months ago now. I can't remember the guy's name. But he was writing for Sports Illustrated. And he was pretty much essentially burying a storyline with WWE. And the storyline wasn't a real storyline, but he thought it was a real storyline. So he completely destroyed the company. And people say, hey, uh, muchacho, like uh, that's not real. That was like a complete work. And he was like, oh, his his editor the next day had to go and do re edits, and the article was still terrible. But to let you know how much he didn't know. And he was in, in fairness to him, he probably would have said, hey, this is what you have to write about today. Figure it out. And so he said well you know blow me a river you know like i, I don't want to write about this crap and so he saw the first thing he hated and said i'm gonna write about this not knowing it was a work like to me that's what that toxic fandom air quotes again you can't see me doing that um meant because I, I that always just bugged me because it's like dude like what the f does that even mean you know and so this is going to be a success and i'm sure it's going to be left on a cliffhanger Zack Snyder is a great marketer. Marketer? Yeah, marketer. He knows that they're not going to leave this thing unfinished. They're going to bring back Ben Affleck. We all we already know he's bringing, he, Ben Affleck is going to be in the cowl one more time. Flashpoint. They all love Zack Snyder. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about him. Everybody, even if everybody's coming back. I don't know if they're going to come back for another four-hour cut of a movie. I don't see why they wouldn't. Because that's the thing, you the cliffhanger that they're, they're, they're teasing. You also have this mind-blowing, now Zack Snyder didn't say this. The writer for uh, that he just did an interview for, uh, for, for Variety, I believe, said this. But it's a mind-blowing introduction for a character that will even bring hardcore fans to their knees. Whatever, that wasn't the exact quote, but you get what I'm saying. He knows what he's doing. There will be a part two. Even if there's not a Zack Snyder world where he's going to constantly build stuff on HBO Max, which I can see as well, there will be a conclusion to this movie, even if it comes in 2023. Especially as these restrictions lift, places will allow more and more, whatever. I know there's different variants, whatever, but it's the reason these shots exist. Johnson & Johnson just got approved, all this stuff, and I'm not going to sit here and talk about the COVID shit. We have had over a year of it. We're still going through it. And I'm still in one of the states that are very much locked down with a ton of restrictions. That's the last thing I want to talk about. But as the restrictions get lift, lifted, we're gonna see a lot more filming. And they're and Warner Brothers is gonna say, and I, I'm pretty sure, every actor, even if they're not getting paid their top billing, let's say if Ben Affleck gets 20 million in a film, and Warner Brothers says, hey, we'll give you 15 to do this just the Snyder Cut Part Two, he's not gonna say no. He's gonna want to do it to finish the story. And really finish out the era to a great Batman that he has played. Even though he's only we've only seen him in one real like he, he wasn't Justice League, <clears throat> but we're gonna see the real Batman in the Snyder cut. So he's only been in two films, but he, I'm sure he wants to have his legacy. Go. He's he's gonna be one of the better Batmans. like you have Michael Keaton, you're gonna have Christian Bale, and you're gonna have fucking Ben Affleck there. Um, so I'm I'm super excited to see that Goku Dolt being in there. Ray Fisher, even though he's gone scorched earth. Oh my sweet Jesus, he went scorched with. And it looks like he wasn't wrong. And, and and I don't know, I've never heard anyone say he was wrong. But once Ray Fisher came out, I think two members of the cast of Buffy came out and said something against Whedon. Um, and I don't think this is a cancel culture thing. This this sounds like this has been an issue in Hollywood for decades, literally, because Buffy came out in the late 90s. So that's a long, that's, dude, that's 20 years ago. It's a long freaking time. So I am hoping Henry Cavill will get the opportunity to play and play out his Superman. Even if it's just in the Snyder Cut world, he can at least play it out to get a, a, a proper conclusion. Because I don't think he's been a bad Superman. It's just been a controversial time. You know, it's been a very interesting time to be a Superman, to be a DC character. Um, but yeah, like, this is going to happen um, I don't think you necessarily need to pair Tanahashi coats Coates with a black person or a black lead, excuse me, in order for his writing to shine. His his writing's going to shine no matter what. He's a great writer. Um, but obviously I'm assuming if that's the direction they're going. We kind of already know who the Superman is going to be and that's Michael B. Jordan. Um, but I do hope that Henry Gravel gets his due to at least go out when he wants to. He, Him and Dwayne Johnson may not get that fight between those two. Uh, characters, but Dwayne Johnson may very well get that fight between him and Michael B. Jordan. Um, so it still may happen. But either way, I truly believe that this will not be the end of them as their characters. They'll play. We all already know the Flash has this Flash movie, which is essentially Flashpoint. I think it's name of it. Um, but that's that's going to connect everything. So HBO Max needs a hook. I've I have browsed through their catalog. It's cool, but you can see Netflix buying the rights to Fresh Prince. You can see Netflix or Hulu buying the rights to Big Bang Theory. Like, they have nothing that you can't... I, even when someone had texted me and said, man, Batman the animated series is on, you know, HBO Max. I was like, that's cool. You're like, that's not impressive. I was like, well, no, like a couple of years ago when I got invited to New York Comic Con, um, like, I had bought the ultimate edition of batman anime series with all the dvd stuff into it so yeah it's not that impressive you know like a lot of things could be on dvd a lot of things could you you, probably people have already purchased probably you know what i'm saying so it's kind of just like it's it's just there's so many streaming services it just depends on what you like you know so for me they need a hook the Snyder cup will be the hook for some people to to pay 14.99 like I said I know me like I was gonna pay 14.99 but I'm actually using someone else's account um but my goal actually is to even buy the dvd and see the behind the scenes stuff and I'm sure there'll be a bunch of docu-series on the dvds and even if I don't watch it again um just just having it that's, that's my way of support um that's that's the most important thing this will be a success um but as far as like the new, my final thoughts on the news. I'm happy for Tyna nehisi Coates. It's just an interesting ch- choice for Warner Brothers to do it. But then again, you know they snatched him away from Marvel, I guess, um, to do it because they know they know his talent and it's America, so say hey, we need to jump on his his boat. They know that we want to work with him. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't be so quick to just oust Henry Cavill. Like, obviously, both sides pl- probably have played pretty hard um but that's just the name of the game and so i just think if he wants to play the character i think he has a, enough stroke to where it, he can at least play him a couple more times he's gonna definitely finish him out and he's definitely gonna finish the character out in the snyder cut not this one but the second version of it the um part two to justice league <laughs> if he wants another f- another film to go out that's gonna be very interesting to see how that's gonna work and you may and, and you may even have a situation where he may be able to pass mental. so how i don't know this is comic books you can make some creative shit up uh, even though technically this character being so iconic people will already have it in their minds how he's gonna be how he should be so that's the only downfall you have to it but at the same time that's the risk you take when i remember when uh I think Will Smith was tapped to play uh, Superman. They wanted to play Superman. And Will Smith said, no, you mess up white people in Hollywood, you don't have a career anymore. It's not wrong. Um, but like, whenever you take on those type of characters, not only do you get into a different type of fan base, but there's just a, there's just a different amount of pressure. Like, I think Chris Evans has been very open about his anxiety and about taking it, how he didn't want to take Captain America at first, but he is captain america he is like the same with christopher reeves will define a generation as superman and for some people he will forever be their superman kevin conroy will forever be some people's batman christopher evans chris evans will be the person that people look back at 20 years from now and say well yeah that was my superman so anyways that was the show for this week i just want to get some of those thoughts out of the way Um, i said it wasn't well we went 30 freaking minutes so i guess it was kind of longer than i was planning but next week we will get into WandaVision, the series review. I am super excited. As you hear this, is Wednesday. I will listen. I will actually, actually. My plan is to watch episodes one and two again. I'm gonna watch one all the way till eight, and then once it it's midnight here in uh, the, the mountains, um, we should have WandaVision popping up on Disney Plus. I will watch episode nine, give you my thoughts next week, and also remember the programming notes. Next week will be the Revolution pay per view review. It's all we're talking about on Monday show is AEW Revolution, the barbed wire steel steel cage exploding deathmatch, slash hell in the cell. It's such an ignorant title. i had to give it more names. Um, then we're the Wanda, WandaVision review on Wednesday. Then the following week is nothing but Zack Snyder. We will have well it'll be Zack Snyder slash Warner Brothers. It will be Justice League, the theatrical cut review. It will be Batman versus Superman. And then the following week, we will have our Monday show go back to normal. Well, I'll review the weekend wrestling, but then we'll have the review of the Snyder Cut. We have a packed March, people. But like literally the entire March is all planned out of shows. And that doesn't even include this Sunday. We have the match of the month, which is a ROH classic trilogy from two guys who well one they will be in the wwe hall of fame at some point um but they're just wrestling hall of famers they in my opinion put roh on the map with their matches they are such an important part of that company Um, but look forward to that Uh, i'm looking forward to talking to you guys again next week so i will talk to you guys match of the month in aew revolution